It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Baylor Nation? This is your boy, Garrett Ross, here on the Locked On Baylor Podcast. How y'all feeling this morning, national champions? Oh my God, how does that sound? You are the national champion. Scott Drew has finally made his dream come true. 18 years ago, today, 18 years ago when he came on, you heard him talk about his dreams, his ambitions to have a national championship brought to the banks of the Brazos, and now it is here. Man, what a remarkable game last night. Uh, Baylor dominated from the jump. They just were outmanned. Gonzaga looked so outmanned out there. I got, I'll be honest with you. They did. When you look at a lot of the Gonzaga shots out there, they were coming up short, especially early on in the first half. Fatigue was an issue for the Zags coming off of that incredible win against UCLA. But at the same time, the Baylor defense was the separating factor in this game. I think that's what we kind of all expected from our end was that would be the key. was going to be Baylor's defense. Gonzaga hasn't faced anything like that all year. Uh, another one of the matchups looking uh, looking forward to in this was um, the, the matchup between Davion Mitchell and Jalen Suggs. You know, from our perspective, we know how good Davion Mitchell is, and you should too. I mean, he swept just about every defensive award there is in the nation. Um, but the, something that I thought of yesterday, and Jerry Hill, Baylor Bear Insider, the director of sports journalism over at Baylor, had brought this up as well, is Baylor faced Kate Cunningham. Okay, They've seen NBA talent this season. Davion Mitchell has faced guards on the same level as Jalen Suggs, so that wasn't an issue for him at all. I think Davion Mitchell has really embraced the role of, you count me out, I'm going to come and lock you down. I'm going to lock your best player down. His draft stock has really rose throughout this tournament, throughout this season. Really remarkable win last night for the Baylor Bears. Uh, Some interesting nuggets here, and this is really... Shout out to David Kay from Baylor Athletic Communications. He does an excellent job over there gathering information, getting it out to us guys on a daily basis. So uh, according to David Kay, Baylor led the nation in three-point shooting, posting a seventh-best mark in Big 12 25-year history. Uh, Baylor could have taken and missed 96 more three-pointers and still would have led the league. That is unreal. And that was one of the things last night that really kind of separated this this game for Baylor was their three-point shooting. Uh, the Bears were 10 from uh, 10 of 23 from behind the arc, 43.5% shooting last night. Um, and then when you look at Gonzaga, that was one of their their strong points all year. They were really they would really light you up from beyond the arc. Uh, they were five for seventeen uh, last night, twenty nine point four percent. And this game really was won in the paint. Uh, I feel like a lot of the, us focused on coming into this game that Drew Timmy was going to just kind of have his way with Baylor on the inside. Uh, shout out to Flo Thamba. Shout out to Jonathan Chumachachua. Mark Vital. No title. No title. No vital. No title. We've been screaming it all year. Dude went off last night and put the team on his back. Uh, but man, Baylor had 30 points in the paint. 30 points in the paint. And, you know, we were talking about this is their their one, I've been saying, this was their one area of weakness all year long. Uh, they really showed up last night. Uh, Gonzaga, 
40 points in the paint. I don't really think that comes as any surprise. We knew if they were going to beat this Baylor team, they were going to have success uh, in the paint. The other key factor to this, and this is really what has separated Baylor uh, from the nation this year, is the production they get off their bench. When you look last night, Baylor had 21 bench points in this game against Gonzaga, uh, while the Zags just had seven. Uh, That right there is the deciding factor uh, for me. Uh, points off turnovers, Baylor had 19 while the Zags had 9. So it was just one of those games where it was kind of meant to be for the Bears. They did everything right. Uh, we saw this in the game against Houston. We saw the potential, and it was like, oh, okay, here's that Baylor team before that COVID break. They're back. They're rolling. And even it kind of started in the game of Villanova. They just found their role. They found their groove. And, you know, it, it led them to this moment, to this national championship, the first national championship for your Baylor Bears on the men's side. The first for the state of Texas since 1966. Texas is known for its football success. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. But when you look at the athleticism of these kids across the state, just look at the success that the men's basketball programs had this year. You had North Texas going a big run. You had Abilene Christian upset Texas. Um, Texas Tech did great things under Beard. Now he's going to UT. He's going to probably do great things with the Longhorns as well. And then right here, baby, national champions. Your Baylor Bears are the national champions. So, man, I I couldn't be more ecstatic. This means so much to the community of Waco. Uh, I'm just so – and I wish more schools would take this approach that Baylor took with Scott Drew. I feel like there's a lot of times where these programs aren't given the due – time to, to be successful you you bring these coaches in and you have these high expectations and by the time they get things going you have them out the door and somebody has to come in and then they have to regroup re-recruit get their guys it's just a hassle and it sets your program back Baylor believed in Scott Drew they gave him the time they gave him the resources and he brought a national championship home I think this is something that's reflective of what you see with the Clemson program and Dabo Sweeney Uh, You give these guys time, you give them the support, and they will become successful. Uh, It's just something that I'm so glad Baylor has been able to do. So think about this, y'all. You have Scott Drew, national champion head coach. Kim Mulkey, three-time national champion head coach. Dave Aranda, your head football coach, won a national championship with the LSU Tigers. There are not very many schools, if any, who have three national championship head coaches for their programs. Baylor is doing something special. It's so remarkable to watch coming from absolutely nothing my entire life. Baylor was abysmal. They were not good. I mean, and then all of a sudden, you just put the effort, you put the resources, you bring the coaches in, and you change the culture, and you are now on the map. I mean, some of the tweets last night were so hilarious to me. Uh, all year, I mean, really, it's kind of picked up over the past couple of weeks with uh, Donovan Mitchell uh, from the Utah Jazz really kind of falling in love with this with Davion Mitchell and what has he been able to do. So last night, Donovan's going into their game and he's got a Davion jersey on in the game. Even LeBron, he had a he had a, LeBron James had a funny tweet out there. He was saying. All year long is like Gonzaga. All year long, we have an incredible offense. And then it was Baylor. It said Baylor, and I took. And it was the picture of Michael Jordan when he's sitting there, and it says, "And I took that personally." Man, that, that cracked me up. Uh, another good one that I saw last night, and I mean, this one really was funny because when you look at this, Baylor was so much more physical and just big, man, than what Gonzaga was. And Mike Golick Jr. had the tweet out there, and it was like, uh, it was talking about. 
Baylor, yeah, we live with the football team. I mean, it was just so funny because I mean, they look so. I mean, they're just freaks of nature out there. Incredible specimens, man. It was it was so funny. But uh, you know, it, this is something. That's really remarkable. It means so much. Uh, it's something we're definitely not going to forget. And then how about this? April 5th for the Baylor Bears. They win the national championship. The men win the national championship last night on April 5th in Indy. When you go back, the Lady Bears won their first national championship on April 5th in Indianapolis. That's just that's storybook stuff that you cannot make up. It's just one of those random occurrences that happen. But... No, so what we're how we're going to do this for the remainder of the show is it's segment two. Last night I was able to catch up with Peter Bukowski from Locked On Nation. Uh, we kind of went over immediate reaction post game interview. I'm going to let you hear about. I'm going to let you hear that one in segment two, and then in segment three, we're going to take you home. We're going to let you hear from Jared Butler. We're going to let you hear from Scott Drew, and even. One little comment from Mark Few. That's up next here on the Locked On Baylor Podcast. What's up, Baylor Nation? Welcome back into the Locked On Baylor Podcast. I am your host, Garrett Ross. You can catch me on Twitter at underscore Garrett Ross. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want to do, hit me up there and I'll get back to you. But as promised, so last night after that incredible win by your Baylor Bears, I was able to catch up with uh, Peter Bukowski from Locked On Nation. Uh, he hit me up, wanted to do an immediate um, post-game reaction to the game. We had we sat down for about four minutes. We had a great talk, went over the matchup, went over what made this team so successful. Um, what this means to Waco, we kind of touched on a little bit of everything. That's something that I found uh, really intriguing, so I wanted to share that with you all here. Um, so without further ado, here is my interview with Peter Bukowski of Locked On Nation. For the first time in program history, the Baylor Bear men are your national champions. Joining me now from Locked On Baylor, Garrett Ross and Garrett this is a team who, over the last few years and, and really decade and a half, have developed some quality teams that have not been able to get over the proverbial hump. In this case, they take out an undefeated Gonzaga team, an absolutely loaded Gonzaga team, and beat them to a pulp 86-70. So what was different about this Baylor team? I think for me, when you look at this Baylor team, what separates them from a, not only Baylor teams in the past, but a lot of the teams across uh, college basketball is their depth. They have, you know, multi, like they have three guys as far as Jared Butler, Macy Oteague, and uh, Davion Mitchell, who could be starting guards for anybody in the nation. And then when you those guys need to c- uh, come out, they need a break. You got somebody like Adam Flagler you could bring in. The depth for Baylor has really been what separates them from most teams, and I think that's really what's the leading contributor to this national championship right here. They were the fifth team to win both their final four games by 15 points. The most recent is that 2018 Villanova team. No, they were not chasing perfection the same way Gonzaga was. But as we look back on this team, do they have the potential to be a a special team as we think about them? Because this performance in the national championship game against an outstanding Gonzaga team seems like the kind of thing we're not going to forget anytime soon. 
No, this is easily the best, uh, you know, and this is something I brought up earlier on 1660 ESPN Radio was, is this the best Baylor basketball team we've ever seen? And the consensus was, yes, this is. This is the best basketball team that's ever come through Baylor as far as the men go. And I think that that's how they're going to be remembered, whether they would have won this game or they would have lost. That's what they would go down as far as in the history for that university. Um, Man, it's just, it's crazy what they've been able to do. Uh, and just to see it come to fruition is really remarkable. Are there anything in terms of lessons that we can take away from this team? They were an outstanding defensive team and they shot it really well. They were, they were like a three and D team. They just brought shooters off the bench, ball handlers. Is this something that is, is recreatable or is this just a special group of kids? I think it's going to be hard to recreate it on this magnitude. I think you have a lot of guys who are going to come back and you have a lot of players who are watching this saying, I want to be a part of that culture. That's what this is. This is a, a selfless culture where you buy in and you come in and they define what it means to be a team. Um, I think you'll see more, uh, more high caliber players come in. I don't know if you'll ever see a trio of guards uh, this good on one team again but I think this is something where they can build off of this Baylor isn't going anywhere but this group itself it's going to be hard to, to uh, accomplish what they were able to do yeah they had four guys in in double figures three guys took 14 or more shots that is sharing the basketball that is sharing the glory and ultimately it ended in a national championship for them yeah man and that's really what this team has been like all year it, it they don't it doesn't matter about single accomplishments right it's it's do what you need to do make the sacrifices you need to make to focus on getting the win for the team I, you look at mark vital tonight we say we've been saying this all year long no vital no title he had 11 rebounds he dominated inside this kid's six five and he's out-rebounding Drew Timmy, who's 6'10". And I think that they made a great analysis uh, comparing him to you know, like a Charles Barkley. He's got that type of frame and that type of just tenacity that you don't see in a lot of players. Um, man, this was just it, – it's so fun. This means so much to the city of Waco, so much to Baylor University. And I'm just glad to be a small – just be able to cover this, man. There you have it. That was our interview from immediately after the game. A lot of excitement, a lot of emotion – Man, I, I'm just, I still am trying to wrap my head around the fact that the Baylor Bears have brought a national championship to Waco. This is so exciting, man. I, I just, I think about a lot of people when I think about this win. Um, I think about John Morris, the voice of the Bears. This guy has been through it all. Last night was just really special. I know how much that meant to J-Mo. I was really excited that he was able to take that in. And man, even growing up, there are certain people I grew up with that are just diehard Baylor fans. I, I can't even imagine the emotions they're going through right now, whether that's you know Jesse Villarreal, Chris Villarreal, their dad, Big Jesse, Ray Villarreal, uh, the Roadlers, Dustin Roadler. There's so many people, man, that I grew up with that are diehard, bleed green and gold. And even there's one, even though closet Baylor fan himself, Cludio, I'm not going to drop his real name. He might, you know, he, he might come back and get your boy, but he's, it's so special. And it means so much for those people out there. Uh, I'm just glad they're able to, to enjoy this moment. But coming up next in our final segment, we will let you hear from Scott Drew. We will let you hear from Jared Butler. And we'll even let you hear from Mark Few. That's all coming up next here on the Locked On Baylor podcast. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. 
Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updates, odds, and props on almost everything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all your news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's all free to sign up. Head to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports experts. Promo code locked on. Welcome back into the Locked On Baylor podcast, you national championship listeners. I'm your host, Garrett Ross. Man, we're going to put a bow on this thing. I know you don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. You just bask in the glory of this national championship. Take all that. I know y'all ain't at work. Man, ain't none of y'all go to work today. I know y'all out celebrating. Y'all probably ain't even been asleep yet, Baylor. That's all good, though. Enjoy that moment, man. Take that in. So, like I promised, in this final segment, I will let you hear from Jared Butler, who was named Most Outstanding Player of the NCAA Tournament. I will let you hear from National Championship Head Coach Scott Drew. Oh, how does that sound? How does that sound? National Championship Head Coach Scott Drew. I'll let you hear from him as well. And then I have one interesting quote here from Mark Few, uh, talking about the game last night. And when you look at this from the jump, man, Baylor come out and they look like a team on a mission. They gut punched Gonzaga, and the, the Zags just weren't ready for it, man. I don't know if, and I know they were exhausted, and I will give them that. I'm not going to take anything away. I'm not going to be one of those guys that's. It is what it is. You can't play a game like you did against UCLA and have one day of rest and come out thinking being on top of your game. It's just it's not going to happen. Uh, regardless, I think Baylor still beats them. They have the best defense I've ever seen. Davion Mitchell, let me tell you something. Davion Mitchell is the best Baylor basketball player I have ever seen in my life. I, I, I thought it was Jared Butler. Jared Butler is phenomenal. Davion Mitchell has stepped his game up this year and took it somewhere that I, I have ne- I was not expecting this. And let's put this in perspective here. So Davion had the most assists in the Final Four since Darren Williams in 2005. He finished with 16 assists in the Final Four. The dude is selfless. He knows. He reads the floor. He sees the floor better than almost anybody I've seen. And he puts his guys in position to make plays. Um, so it's it's so fun. This this team right here has been a lot of fun to cover. They have been a lot of fun to watch. We are really going to miss them. Uh, I, the, the one thing, and I've said this before, and I, I will reiterate it. I really wish Freddie Gillespie would have been a part of this team. Uh, that dude, man, he meant so much to this Baylor program. Uh, I really wish he would have had an opportunity to come back and get the natty, but it is what it is. He's going to get – I know – I'm pretty sure he's getting some net. He'll probably get a ring or something. Coach Drew going to take care of all those guys. Tristan Clark, man, that's another one. Tristan Clark come out. He does so much for Baylor early on. Uh, unfortunately, injuries derailed his career. He had to medically retire. Uh, you really feel for those guys, but they're still going to be a part of this program. They will be a part of this national championship regardless if they step foot on the court or not. Uh, that's just – it is what it is. But like I mentioned last night, from the jump, Baylor come out. They look like the better team. They just took it to Gonzaga. Uh, and Gonzaga fought back. Hats off to the Zags for not giving up. They cut that to a 10-point lead at halftime. Baylor should have been up by like 15 or 20. Um, Jalen Suggs really kind of got in a motion, uh, in, in a groove. He got things rolling. Uh, he was so fun to watch last night. 
Uh, and, and one of the things also is I, I was talking with Stephen Carr that covers Gonzaga for Locked On Zags, and I told him, man, the foul trouble for Baylor is going to be an issue. And you saw that last night. I, I told him I felt like three people would have fouled out. It came really close. Flo Thamba was the only one to foul out, but you had Jonathan Choma Chatua in foul trouble. You had Mark Vidal in foul trouble. Uh, and hats off to them for being very disciplined and not fouling out of the game. But here's Mark Few last night after the game talking about Baylor and how they just took it to the Zags. Well, hey, it's a really, really tough one to end a storybook season on. But, listen, Baylor, just they, they, they just beat us. They beat us in every facet of the game tonight and uh, uh, deserve all the credit. And, obviously, it's, we're all disappointed in here. But, you know, as I told the guys, like – you know, you make it this far, and you're 31 and 0 going into the last one, the last 40 minutes of the season. There's absolutely nothing you should ever feel bad about, and they'll look back on this season as time passes as, uh, as something just uh, amazing and uh, incredible. But it, again, just hats off to Baylor. They they dominated us on both sides of the ball. There you go. That is the head coach of the Gonzaga Bulldogs, Mark Few, and nothing but respect between him and Coach Drew. Uh, those guys are really close. Uh, this is going to be one of those things where we we the, more. I hope we see this matchup more often going forward. I think this would be a lot of fun if we could kind of create a little rivalry between Baylor and Gonzaga. Um, but you know this this Baylor team never doubted. They they never doubted they could win a national championship. Uh, while other people were looking down on them from you know around the nation and you know. Michigan got hot. I even kind of drank that Kool-Aid, you know, a little bit into, well, maybe Michigan can knock them off. Hell no, Michigan ain't going to knock off Baylor. And But, you know, here is Jared Butler talking about how he never doubted, this team never doubted that they could come back and win a national championship. I think when we all decided to come back, I was like, yeah, we definitely have a chance to be the best team ever at Baylor, the best team, you know, first team to make it to the Final Four. Um, you know, when you have a goal for that that long, like you just, you know, we, we all knew the goal. Like everybody knew the mission, and um, I think everybody sacrificed for it, and I think that's why we're, we're here today. And um, just, whew, I'm just so glad everybody came back. You know, we got the band back together, and we won it, so that was cool. Got to make a movie out of it. There he is, the most outstanding player of the NCAA tournament, Jared Butler, talking about the the just the, the motivation behind this team. Bring a band back together, man. Make a movie out of this thing. Uh, but you know, and, and I think they will eventually. This has definitely got to be a thirty for thirty when you look at what Scott Drew has done to now, man. But uh, another thing coming into this game, a lot of the talk was the guards from Gonzaga, and rightfully so. I mean, they they are a phenomenal core group of individuals up there but I think a lot of the times these Baylor guards might have got slept on a little bit and they had something to prove last night so here's Jared Butler talking about he thinks that Baylor has the best guards in the nation we say it all the time we think we're the best guards in the nation and uh, we went up against some highly talented guards you know they're you know explosive and they have Drew Timmy and uh, you know we we want to be the best guards in the nation and uh, I think we proved that tonight we made a statement and um, you know it's just the, the best way to do it on, you know, national TV, you know, um, NCAA tournament championship game, like it's it's amazing to do it. There he is. That is Jared Butler talking about him and his comrades there. The, you know, the, the trio there, him and Davion and Maceo were so phenomenal. And then you get bringing Adam Flagler. The rotation of Baylor was just ridiculous, man. It, it's so... Uh, 
I don't think I've ever seen a team that deep. It's so mind-boggling, but yeah, just hats off to Coach Drew and everything. I know how much this means to him. Coach Tang being there with him the entire time, all the staff, phenomenal guys. That is a family over there. That I mean, that is not just a group of coaches. That is a family. That is that culture of joy that they talk about. And here is Coach Drew talking about how he couldn't be happier after this win. Coaching is like being a parent. And Christmas time, you see the kids opening up presents. You see them excited. Uh, you're excited. And to see the uh, uh, Baylor fans be able to celebrate and cheer, uh, to see uh, uh, the city of Waco be able to celebrate and cheer, to see the state of Texas. I mean, look how much great uh, uh, basketball we have from high school, AAU, junior college, college. And we haven't won a national championship since 66. So it's long overdue for the state. And, uh, uh, again, just so pleased for all them. We have an unbelievable administration, Mac Rhodes and President Livingstone that have given us every resource to be successful. And uh, um, the guys uh, uh, that have sacrificed for 18 years leading up to this and these guys that were able to take it home. That is the national championship winning head coach, Scott Drew, talking about how he couldn't be happy, what this means for Waco, Baylor Nation, everything in between. And, you know, we've mentioned the Baylor defense. We know how good it was. We watched it all year long. We had it front row seats all year long to this dominant Baylor defense. But, you know, a lot of teams might have forgotten about that. I think because Baylor did not look the same coming off of that 21-day layoff with COVID, regardless of how you want to put it. It's no excuse. Uh, they just – I had COVID, okay? It takes you a while to recover, and it just it is what it is. But they were able to overcome it. They were able to finally get back at their groove, and they were able to keep rolling. But – Coach Drew talked about how he thinks people might have forgotten how good this defense really was. Well, prior to the to the pause, we were first top three in defense and uh, most of that time number one defense in the country. And we were solid three offense the whole time. And uh, um, I know there's some let off when we came back. And then I thought we were getting it back. And, I mean, we're really good defensively. And I thought uh, we made things tough tonight. Uh, Gonzaga uh, missed some shots that they probably normally make. Um, but really credit our guys for making everything difficult. Coach Jacobs uh, uh, was on their staff there and obviously familiar with the program. He had a great scout report, um, but credit the players then for executing it. There he is, Scott Drew, talking about this Baylor defense. And, man, that's going to do it for us. I hope you all enjoyed it. Man, I hope you get some rest. I hope you take it all in. Man, what's next? We got the parade coming, hopefully. You know, you're going to see your Baylor Bears at the White House. It's about to go down, man. But, you know, just a phenomenal season. I can't say it enough. Hats off to the Baylor Bears. You are the national champions. You are the national champions, man. Hold on. That's so crazy, man. Baylor is the national champions. But we will be, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Baylor Podcast. I appreciate you listening. Once again, if you need to hit me up on Twitter, at underscore Garrett Ross, questions, comments, feedback, let your boy know. I'll get you taken care of. But that's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you listening. You've been listening to the Locked On Baylor Podcast. It is our privilege and honor at this time to award the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship Trophy to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears. The NCAA Tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.